0: Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast Tonight I promise you A celebration of Tupac Tupac was born 49 years ago In 1971 Do the math We're going to talk about him The music, the influence He was talking about police brutality and hip hop Long before a lot of people were Tupac got in a lot of trouble for his lyrics, his presentation, his embrace of thug life, and we're going to discuss discuss that tonight on the Doctor Zoo's podcast. Let's party like it's 1996. So exactly. 49 years ago today Tupac Amor Shikor, Amaro Shakur was born to Afani Shakur both who knows where Tupac is Afani passed on or is in another realm I don't want to say passed on because you know my here here's my theory on Tupac I don't think Tupac's dead that's always been my theory, and I'm sticking to it. There is a lot of suspicious things that went on leading up to his supposed death. There's a lot that has not been discussed. Um, you know, that, that was a homicide. Usually with a homicide, you don't do things that quickly, shall we say. There's always been rumors that Tupac is living in Cuba I'll take that I could see him living in Cuba Not flirt, you know, not hanging out with Castro a bit working, you know Being an artist, painting Because remember, he was a painter He was a draftsman He was a poet He was an actor He was a chameleon So why wouldn't he hang and hide in Cuba? Hang out with the artists, the vagrants Tupac Shakur Also born Lesland Crooks Renamed Tupac Shakur By his mother Afeni Shakur He almost was born in prison Because his mom was a Black Panther Instilled in him So much That it came out in his music Their relationship was Fractured at one point Because she had a crack addiction And as she got clean Tupac wrote Dear Mama for his mom, probably one of his most successful singles up until All Eyes On Me. We need to talk about the music. The music was controversial, exceptional. You know, he didn't get a pass. He didn't get a pass for talking about police brutality. Tupac was talking about police brutality in the early 1990s. So much so, the people came after him for the content of Tupacalypse. Now, released in 1991, Brenda's got a baby. Trapped, if my homies call. So many um, instances where his music was blamed for a crime. You know and then strictly for my yes released in 1993 holler if you hear me which is evidently about police brutality listen to holler if you hear me point the finger um keep your head up daddy song and then in 1994 tupac was shot six times Survived and was on trial for a supposed rape. He ended up going to prison. And while he was in prison, the album that he had been working on, Me Against the World, went to number one. And here he was, the first um, artist ever to be incarcerated while his album went to number one. That album included the title track, Me Against Against the World, Dear Mama, um, If I Die Tonight, So Many Tears, Temptations. That is a good album. This is, of course, before the release from prison by Suge Knight and the 1996 double album All Eyes on Me. We're going to take a brief pause and we're going to talk about 1996, and the year that was in Tupac. We'll be right back, Dr. Zeus Podcast. So, here we are, Dr. Zeus Podcast, celebrating the birthday of Tupac Shakur. So, in 1995, Tupac was incarcerated. He was learning about himself, reading the art of war, painting, listening listening to music, writing poetry. And then, Suge Knight of Death Row Records pays Tupac a visit. They strike up a deal. Suge Knight puts up the bail, one million dollars, And gets Tupac out of prison On one condition That he immediately begin recording He was released from prison in September of 1995 And according to his mother And Tupac That night was recording And completing seven songs From the double album All Eyes on Me So he didn't... uh, Suge worked him. Was that right? No. So, you know, there's... People always talk about Suge Knight. This character. This figure in hip-hop. Basically, he's got a new artist. Tupac. But there is a condition. You must work for me. That is how you're going to pay off the $1 million dollar. Well, in turn, Tupac never really saw any money. And whenever he would raise hell about his finances, they would bring him a car. They would bring him this, then that. His mother went through the books. She said he died broke. So thankfully, they were able to get a hold of his master recordings to secure his legacy. So back to 1995. So Tupac... Meets up with Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre has this new song. California Love. Tupac says to Dre, look, I'm new on Def Row. Come on, Dre. Let's do this one together. So they put out California Love. There are two versions. There's the remix that is on All Eyes on Me. And then there's the original version, which is a single. On the How Do You Want It single. (coughs) In late 1995, a video premiere, California Love. It was something out of Mad Max, um, Beyond Thunderdome, meets a Motley Crue video. Oakland, California in the year 2080-something. And it looked like something out of Mad Max. Tupac and Dr. Dre. Dubak was back, Dr. Dre was back The song went to number one It was a double single So it was How Do You Want It and California Love Tubac's biggest single ever That February At the Grammys he was not only celebrating His nominations for Best Rap Album, Best Rap Solo For Me Against the World and Dear Mama Which he didn't win He was uh, celebrating The number one Position of All Eyes On Me. All, All Eyes On Me had been released. It went to number one. It was one of the biggest double albums of the 90s. I'm thinking 20 million. Because, you know, they count the double albums separately. So it's 10, 10 million each. So many hits off of All Eyes On Me. And then, without batting an eyelash... Tupac goes to work again making two movies gang related and the other one which its name just escaped me Gridlock Tupac did not live to see either film completed and so 1996 Tupac is recording Machiavelli he's recording all these different songs He's aware that he is living on borrowed time. Or so was he. On September 7th, 1996, Tupac and Suge Knight were involved in a drive-by shooting on the Vegas Strip. Tupac was injured badly. Suge Knight claims that he was injured. Even the family doesn't believe it. And then on September 13th, Tupac supposedly succumbed to his injuries. Do I believe it? No. But I can see why his mother would cover that up. Because people were gunning for him. So, it was the East Coast-West Coast rivalry. So much so, that in March of 1997, the Notorious B.I.G. was shot and killed Some believe in retaliation to the murder of Tupac. So thus you have the East and West Coast rivalry that made up the 90s. Tupac was a showman. An artist. A renaissance man. I mean, you know, people have talked about he probably would have won an Oscar. Either for directing or acting. He was that good. He was in the film Juice, Poetic Justice, which got him rave reviews. (sighs) So, yes. We are still in the era of Tupac. Tupac was releasing posthumous albums for a long time. I don't, maybe he still has a few coming out. If Annie Shakur died in 2016 of. A heart attack. The whereabouts of Tupac. Nobody knows. I mean, my guess is as good as anyone. Cuba. <laughs> Where else would a platinum-selling artist hide? His voice was tough. It was honest with pain and love, passion, glory. All rolled into one When you listen to a Tupac track He was not faking it A lot of people don't sound good live They sound better in the studio Tupac was able to accomplish both He Adapt, you know He was part of the thug lifestyle And then when he was in prison He wanted to walk away from the thug lifestyle Remember Tupac is a Gemini And I say is, not was Because we don't know It is an open case, shall we say. So on his birthday, I say, hey, Tupac, I know you're out there. And I know you can hear us. And will he ever come out of hiding? No. Why? He's been in hiding for, goodness, 24 years. 1996. That's a long time, people. He's in hiding for a reason. Yes, I know. Some people want to believe that Elvis is still alive. No, no, no. Even Lisa Marie can confirm that. But with Tupac, there's too much on the table. Too much to ignore. Um, Personally, I think he's hiding is he going to be found? No, he doesn't want to be found. Here's the beauty of this. Or not the beauty, but the truth. There is such a thing as the Witness Protection Program. I wouldn't be surprised. And so on Tupac's birthday, I give you all hope. Hope that this artist knows how, mu- how loved he is. 24 years after faking his own death. I know, it's controversial. Oh, you don't think he's dead, but the evidence. Yeah. You notice a lot of the evidence was kind of tossed aside. You know, he was supposedly cremated immediately after he died. I find that hard to believe. I don't know about the rest of you, but here at the Dr. Zeus podcast. There's conspiracy theories, and then there's theories that turn to truth. So, Tupac, happy birthday. I know you're out there. I'm Pleasant Dreams. I would be greatly remiss on the Dr. Zeus podcast if I didn't mention the 2017 induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for Tupac it was greatly earned with great respect and a lot of people like to fight me oh hip-hop doesn't belong in the rock and roll hall of fame it's not the rap hall of fame shut up it does belong in the hall of fame because rap comes from the same aggression as rock and roll the rock and roll hall of fame is about inducting popular music not just rock and roll So, yes, hip-hop is part of the genre. Just as pop, just as rock, just as country, just as blues. Okay? So, if you don't think that Tupac is deserving of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, then I suggest you go. You start with Tupacalypse, now. Released in 1991. Followed by Strictly for my 1993. Me Against the World, 1995. All eyes on me 1996 Machiavelli the 7 day theory 1996 and all other releases from Tupac Shakur <coughs> his his influence his vibrato his renaissance style is part of hip hop it's part of rock and roll that grit That passion, that influence, pain, part of popular music, it's the blues. So, Tupac, happy birthday. And wherever you are, I know you're still alive. Good night.